What is good, everybody, and welcome back on another episode of Buzzing with Anxiety. It is your host, Cake, and it is Randy, and it is very late. Um, I just want to come on here real quick and uh, just talk while this story is super fresh in my head. Um, situation that happened earlier today at the barbershop, super fresh, super tight. Um, but pretty much, I just want to say shout out to all my new clients. Shout out to all my new listeners that are out there uh, peeping out the show, buzzing with anxiety. I'm glad that you guys enjoyed the last episode that I had with Velo. Um, Hopefully, I mean, you guys are asking for more um, co-hosts or more guests on the show. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm working on that. But uh, today's topic is taking on new clients and why it's important uh, to take on new clients. Um, So... Those of you guys that know me, I haven't really taken any new clients in a really long time, um, but I I miss the feeling of taking on new clients, um, like more clients. I as you guys know, I I have been taking new clients, but with uh, a first time uh, fee of seventy bucks for a haircut. Um, but lately, Velo he's been taking a lot of new clients, like. Recently, like, I think he's been averaging maybe maybe three or four new clients a day. Um, and that's kind of how it is at the barbershop at Cake and Cuts. Like, everybody kind of gets, like, a new, like, at least one or two new clients every single day. No lie. Th- this is a um, something that I couldn't predict <laughs> as far as getting new clients and coming to the shop uh, as recently. Just because... I thought since the school is out and people aren't going to be around as, as much that we were actually going to be like a little bit slower, but no, <laughs> I was a hundred percent wrong. Um, we have never been more busy, uh, but it's really tight because now everybody can feel that we're in a different kind of like um, different shift, different energy at the barbershop to where now we're, we're just getting it. Um, and it's pretty cool. So, you know, the when I was working at Chicago's um, and even at Cuts Contrast, like, I was taking on new clients a lot and building strong relationships. Um, and with taking new clients, you kind of build, uh, what do I want to say here? I, I, I do kind of want to just say that, you know, you never know what kind of opportunities come from having a new client. Um, like taking on a new client. Like if I never took on any new clients, I wouldn't be in certain situations that I am in right now. Um, dating back to when, I don't know if you guys even remember, but I started my own app called groomed, um, with this guy named John Ema, who at that time worked for Twitch. And now he does, uh, I think gaming for Snapchat, but you know, we went, we were on like a really good four year run with groomed. Um, and I was able to work with the NFL PA cut a bunch of rookies and so-and-so, you know, and, and with opportunities like that, like the door would have never been open to me if I never opened the door, uh, myself. So if you are a barber who is closed as far as not accepting new clients Um, you know, I, I would kind of suggest for you to just open the door because obviously, you know, people 
well from it's so hard because i feel like i'm just over here contradicting myself back and forth because i don't promote <laughs> new clients um but i want to tell everybody else to take new clients which kind of doesn't make sense but at the same time like if you guys are at the shop or if somebody comes to the shop and I have an hour gap and they walk in and I'm not doing anything, I'm going to cut that person's hair. Um, it doesn't even matter. Like, I'm just going to lock that in and like, dude, like nine times out of 10, the client who comes in for a walk in haircut is going to be like a lifetime client for one. And also like probably a really cool person um, that that's, that has always been the case. Um, I don't know what it is with the energy or whatever, but, um, I lock in the new client build a relationship and I keep them forever. Um, that's kind of been how it's been. Um, since I got back from Vegas, like dude, my, my book is I'm booked up for the rest for the next two weeks. Um, and like I said, I'm, 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 I'm really busy just like the barbershop. I'm busy too. So anyways, going to the story that happened today um this this dude knocks on the window i'm actually chilling i'm waiting for my next client it's like 12 50 p.m i'm waiting for my next client that's coming at one o'clock <clears throat> this asian dude uh like knocks on the window boo, boo, boo. and he's like show he's looking at me i wish you guys could see what i'm doing but he's like looking at me and he's like rubbing his fingers together like showing like money or whatever so like i'm like all right this dude want to talk money let me go outside and like try to get him but he was like he was wearing like a buzz down united airlines fit wearing <laughs> a united airlines face mask and i was like all right this dude works for the airline um and this is kind of a long story so bear with me i promise this is a really great ending um and so anyways um so the guy, he, he, I, I go outside. I'm like, all right, this dude's probably worried. I'm going to just talk to him outside. Every Like Velo, Manny, D-Rose, Mondo, and Jay, uh, Jason, Nimbus, we were all inside the shop. Or they were inside the shop. I go outside and I go, I go, hey, how's it going? You know, I'm being pretty cool with this guy. And um, he, he's asking, like, he, he kind of came off pretty strong. He was like, I want a haircut. I go, all right, well, this is a barbershop. We can take care of you. And he goes, uh, how much How much is it for a haircut? And I said, well, we charge 50 starting. You know, I always say that. I say we start, we're starting at 50. He goes, oh, man, like even for this, he pulls off his pulls off his uh, his Kangol hat or whatever he was wearing. And it was like, he, he, dude was balding. He was Asian dude, balding, two on the side. I said, even for that, it's 50. So anyways, he's already like, I'm not really trying like explaining how, how like aggressive he was talking to me, but he was talking pretty aggressive and I didn't know why, you know, I was like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm just going to let this shit roll and see like, you know, how, how, how much I could take of this or whatever. So, um, there was a girl waiting for like her boyfriend or whatever to get, um, to get done with his haircut and he goes he goes do you have do you, do you have girls working in your barbershop and I, I look at him and I'm like I'm like it doesn't it doesn't matter <laughs> right and then um 
He said, I don't want, and the girl is sitting like right next to me. And I said, and, and he said, I don't want her cutting my hair. I said, hey, look, man, you actually don't need to get your haircut here. We don't, I don't care about you getting your haircut here. I said, I own the barbershop. And he goes, oh, you, you're the owner? I go, yeah. He goes, well, I, I want a haircut. And my patience, he's testing my patience. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. We keep talking. And then he goes, how soon can can somebody cut my hair? Really aggressive. I said, I don't know. I could ask the barbershop and see he, uh, what we could do. He goes, I want to get one within the next 30 minutes. I, I said, all right. Just chill, stay right here. I go inside. Literally, I just turn around. I just ask the guys, like, hey, who has time? Velo and Manny had time. <clears throat> Manny told Velo that he could just take the haircut. And Velo was like, all right, like, I'll take it. The guy walks to the other window. Um, you know, I have three big windows in front of the shop. He walks to the window of Manny, Rose, and Mondo. And he, he, he looks at Mondo and he gives him the fingers like the, with the money. And then his name was uh, Madison. So I go up and I go, I go, hey, uh, but at this time I didn't know his name. And then I go, hey, I was like, you know, uh, David could take care of you because that's Velo's name is David. I said, David could take care of you. And he goes, he looks at me, he goes, who, which one is David? I want you to come out here. Which one is David? So I'm, I, I got like pissed that he like that he did that. So I straight up looked at him, and I told him I, I said, "Hey man, if you're gonna get a haircut here, you're not going to judge the barber on what he looks like before you get a haircut." Well, we said that we have time for you to get a haircut, and we have time. He goes, "I just want to know which one David is." I said, and then I said again, I said, "Look man, you don't need to get your haircut at my barber shop. You could just leave." He goes, I just lived like three blocks away. He goes, I, I pass by your shop all the time. I go, that's fine. He comes like, he comes inside the shop or like, ah, I forget what it was. Now I'm like kind of losing it because it's like 2.30 in the morning right now. Um, but anyways, Velo doesn't even know what's going on. Um, uh, fuck, Madison walks inside the shop and he asks, he goes, okay. He goes, well. He goes, he goes, all right, well, I'll, I'll get him my haircut from David. And then he walks inside. He goes, which one's David? And I, and I look at, and I look at Velo and I was like, I was like that, that, that's that right there. That's, that's David. And then he was like, okay, he can cut my hair. I said, damn right. He's going to cut your hair. Right. You motherfucker. Like you don't get to choose. Like we're, we're doing him a favor at this point. This guy is never, I've never, this guy doesn't look familiar to me. He's never passed by the barbershop never seen him never talked to him nothing ever so anyways velo takes him to, to to his seat um and the guy walks in with a molly stones bag <laughs> it this that, that that's important that he walks in with a molly stones bag all right so anyways like i'm over here fuming i'm talking to my like velo's talking to he's he's doing the consultation with the guy i'm talking to to mondo and d rose and, um, and I'm over there fuming. I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm not feeling this dude. I want to knock his ass out. I, I was telling Mondo and I was like, I'm going to knock this dude out. I don't give a fuck. Fuck this OG dude. Like he's hella disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. And, um, they're like, what that fool, that, that, that Asian dude. I was like, I was like, yeah, he's hella disrespectful. Y'all weren't hearing me. And then like what I was doing, I was like doing this little intimidating thing to him to make him feel like, 
you know, like, bro, I'm not fucking with you like that. I came real close to his face. And I was telling, that's when I was telling him real close to his face, like, yo, you do not have to get your haircut here. And I was putting my hands in his face, too, just in case. Um, but he wasn't catching any of the signals. Like, he didn't give a fuck that I was close at all. He wasn't intimidated, like, a second. So, anyways, I go leave Mondo and Rose's side. I walk towards Velo and uh and madison i go to my seat and i'm like man fuck this motherfucker i'm gonna i'm gonna just talk shit so before i even like knew his name or whatever i was like i was like all right madison like or i was like all right man like Velo's gonna cut your hair good thing you're in his i was like good thing you're in his chair because i would have charged your ass a hundred bucks for this haircut right like and i was i'm talking hella shit to him like, like saying shit like that and then he um he was like, he was like, oh, like, is that how much you charge? I said, yeah, that's how much I charge. I charge a hundred bucks a haircut. And then, so my client comes in at that time. And then um, I'm telling, and this dude, Madison is like, he asked me, he goes, he goes, well, he goes, how about him? How, how, uh, he, he, pay, he pays a hundred too. I said, he pays a hundred bucks every, he comes to me every two weeks. I said, his brother comes every week and his brother gives me a hundred bucks. I'm saying, and I said between them two, they give me, um, well, I, I like 800 bucks a month just for those two, those two haircuts. And he goes, Oh my God, I should have been a barber. And then like, at this time, like we're, we're kind of like cracking up. We eased the, we eased it a little bit. He was commenting on all of our shoes. Um, dude, had, <laughs> dude had asked for a, the Wi-Fi signal on the back of his head. Like for a design, I'm yeah. This is like a sixty, like early sixty year old, like Chinese dude <laughs> that was like walked in with like United Airline bust down like jumper fit, wearing some like moccasin shoes, and you would have never thought that he was gonna ask for a um for a design, and he asked he asked fellow for for the Wi Fi signal and. Velo, Velo did it, you know, he gave him a two around, gave him a taper, gave, hit him with the, hit him with the Wi-Fi signal, and, um, and we were having a great time, right, um, and then, he, like, he was just, like, he was cool, and then, um, uh, we were just talking about traveling, I told him, I said, I said, Madison, like, you know, like, I'll pay for your haircut, like, you don't ever have to come here, um, and pay for haircut if you get me on a flight benefits, because really I want flight benefits, like for real. And he works for United and, and, um, I was like, well, maybe this guy just got pulled like that. So let me just throw that out there and maybe his subconscious will remember me later on because this motherfucker was drunk. Like dude was drunk as hell, like hella drunk. Um, and the reason why we know that is because, well, he, when he was wearing his mask, he was asking Vela, like, hey, do I smell of alcohol? And Vela was like, no, nah, like, not at all. But he would take his mask off sometimes uh, to air it out, right? And then Vela was like, oh, yeah, dude, you smell like straight alcohol. So anyways, haircut is done going forward. Uh, the, the story is about to end, but it's about to get real good. Haircut is done. You know, the guy is turned up. He's drunk as shit, right? And the dude pulls out his wallet and I'm already knowing exactly what's going to happen. I'm already knowing that he is going to pull out his, his 
credit card and see if we if we take card and we don't we're fucking regular ass barbershop like cash zelle Venmo, apple pay cash app everything else but credit card right and he pulls his card out and he goes he goes uh yeah all right well like how much is it and then bella's like oh man we only we only take cash and i'm like I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Madison. So it's cash only. I said, you can get cash back at Molly Stones. He was like, fuck that, like straight up. He goes, fuck that. He goes, what, what, what kind of business doesn't take fucking credit card? And at this time, I'm like, like I just know he's just talking shit. I know he works for the airline. So like, if you know somebody who works for the airline that works in like that department, you know all they do all day is talk shit. So I now I know like he knows how to talk shit. So and I know he knows how to take it. So he's like, what kind of fucking business doesn't take credit card? I said, this fucking business this is a barbershop. What the fuck? And then um, uh, he goes, he goes, all right, well, well, I'm going to have to go to the ATM and, and, and uh, get and get money. I go, go ahead, get, get them, get the money. You got to pay Velo. I said, but you have to leave your Molly Stones back here because, um, so you won't dine and dash on the haircut he goes this bag i said yeah that bag leave that here and and he goes man i don't even need this bag anymore i've already had too much i go what he he goes inside the molly stones bag it was a big ass bottle of whiskey and that he bought from molly stones he was like you guys could have this and then we were just cracking up at that point and then i was just like all right well you leave it he goes, I'm going to go to the ATM and come back. And then I look at Vela. I'm like, ah, he's probably going to come back. Like, he, he's a cool dude. So, anyways, we're chilling, we're chilling, we're chilling. He comes back. <clears throat> he comes back inside the shop. And then immediately, he doesn't come to the right side where I'm at because I'm still cutting somebody's hair. But he goes to the left side. And he he's at, he's like, Vela, for some reason, is like introducing him to everybody on the left side of the shop which was at that time Manny, D Rose, Mondo, Jared didn't come in today, and then it was Jason, and then it was me. So he came from the left side to the right side. And then he um he pulled out two he had Bunny in both of his hands. He gave money to Velo, boom. And then he gave he was trying to give money to me. I got, I look, I don't know Madison. I was like, what are you doing, dude? Like like I I don't I don't need it. So I didn't do anything. He goes, he goes, no, this is for Velo, this is for David, and this is for you. I go, no, Madison, like, don't worry about it. All, all I want, all I ask is that you come back or or just give me some benefits, some flight benefits. And then he goes, I'll get you the flight benefits. Don't worry. Wherever, wherever I go, you can go with me. I'm thinking, like, oh, fuck, like, I fucked up. But um, he goes, he goes, no, just take the money. I go, no, 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 don't worry about it. He go and he goes, if you don't take the money, I'm not gonna come back. I said and I said, is that a promise? <laughs> right? And then he looked. He's like, oh, you're funny, huh? I said, yeah. I said, no, nah, I really, I don't want it. And he goes, I swear, if you don't take this money, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna come back. So I, I took the money. No lie, I took the money. Um, and then Madison left. Uh, he told us that we can keep the bottle. I had the money in my pocket or in my hand. And then like, I was like, dude, this is kind of like a lot of money. And then, so Vela looked 
and Madison gave Velo 160 bucks. I, I, I'm sorry to put this out there, but this is this has never happened to me in my career as a barber. Madison, like, dude, gave Velo 160 bucks for the haircut with the Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi cut, and then he gave me 100 bucks, 100 dollars for not doing anything. I was talking. Remember, remember, y'all. I was talking mad shit. Y'all know me. I talk hella shit and I'm really good at it. So I was talking mad shit to this dude and uh, he paid me a hundred bucks for it. So I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> like, that's just what happened. And um, I don't know if I said this in the last episode or not, but um, uh, I actually, you know, you know how I $120 in the airport. Uh, I don't know if I even, I don't remember because I don't listen. I don't really listen to these episodes. But I had $120 in the airport <clears throat> for um, leaving Las Vegas, coming to SFO. And um, and I actually ended up giving that ticket to somebody else because he said that he was going to Las Vegas in two weeks. And so, like, me being generous and, you know, me, like, liking, you know, I, I actually love making people, like, fucking happy and smile and shit, right? Like he, um, he took it and he was like, oh man, like Vegas is already starting off on a good note. I'm like, yeah, man, like, there you go. It was 120 bucks. So, I mean, it was going to expire in like two months anyway. So it's better that it goes to him than anybody else. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It was a fucking stranger. And then look, boom, right back. Three days later, fucking stranger gives me a hundred bucks just for nothing. You know, and I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, bro. Like I'm, I'm a firm believer in karma. And I knew like karma was going to come back to me. It just never came back like that, like in my face. And I was like, damn, this is, this is hella dope. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there you go. That, that's the story of the day. Uh, make sure to take new clients. It is important. You just never know what kind of clients you're going to have. Um, Velo has definitely been having some pretty cool clients though. Lately, I'm, 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 my head is on a swivel every time like I'm into everybody's conversation because I'm a talkative person y'all know that and um Velo had a client the other day maybe it was just yesterday who who he just kept talking about TikTok he was like hey like do you guys have TikTok I highly suggest that you guys get the TikTok and we were like yeah we have TikTok but we're like we don't like use it and shit like that he was like but you could just tell that the dude was like hella trying to make it like you guys should open up TikTok and look at his like followers or whatever. That's like the vibe that we got. But we were like, yeah, we, I mean, we use TikTok, but not like, we're not like content creators and shit like that. Anyways, Vela got done with his haircut. He, and then, um, <clears throat> but dude was cool. Real, real good vibes. He has his own clothing line, man. I wish I knew what, what it was called. Uh, it wasn't my client, but Vela like looked at it and it, it was like the, some positive mental health, um, kind of, kind of clothing brand that was kind of cool. It had cool sayings. Um, but the dude ended up having 2.2 million followers on, um, TikTok. That's 2.2 million followers in around the world that, that he has. And then we go to, we, we, we click the link and he has like almost 60,000 followers on, on Instagram like damn this dude is popping so he like what he does is he does like sick ass edits and shit like that 
Um, damn, I wish I even followed him on 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 TikTok. I don't even know uh, what it is, what his TikTok is. But um, yeah, I mean that just goes to show like you never know who you're gonna cut. Um, nine times out of ten, or ten times out of ten, the person that you that you're gonna cut or that that's walking in is most likely gonna be cool as fuck. Um, it it is whatever you make it right. So like, make sure you're open minded. Make sure that you um, have a range of things to talk about um, when you are dealing with a new client. Um, sometimes new clients don't want to talk. You have to, you as a barber or as a person, you have to know, <clears throat> um, you have to read those signals like quick. Like, oh, does this person just want a haircut? Or is this person looking for like a new home? like for a barbershop, you know what I'm saying? So you as a barber, it's it's your job and your duty to figure that out. If he doesn't want to talk, you can't force that conversation. But if he doesn't want to talk, you have to be flexible and able to do the haircut real nice and have the conversation um, be, be A1. Um, so, yeah, man, that's it. Uh, it's 2.37. It, it, it's the open that I'm watching right now. That's why I'm up. I have to be up in five hours. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, if you guys can please share the, these, uh, these episodes with your friends, let them know, or, you know, not don't, don't let them know whatever. Um, it, but it would be cool if you guys could rate this on the Spotify or rate it on Apple, uh, podcast, uh, give it a five star please if you like it um but follow me on twitter um i haven't deleted my instagram just yet uh i'm i kind of just put this note out there that i'm looking for a social media manager so if you are a listener out there and you would <coughs> um like to be my personal assistant slash social media manager tap in with me um, i'm probably gonna delete my instagram again like real soon don't know how soon, but I just know it's going to be soon. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it, y'all. Hope you guys, I probably won't make another episode until like Monday. It's about to be Thursday, or it is Thursday currently, but uh, probably Monday. Mondays, I, I like Mondays. But I hope you guys have a blessed one. Keep cutting, make, make new friends, make new clients, make a lot of money, and keep it kegging. All right, y'all. Peace.